Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, O2 Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 3. If I asked you if you felt tired, what would you say? If you're like most of us living in the modern world, you'd say yes. And if I asked you why, you'd probably have a reason something that explains why you're tired. Maybe it's work, maybe it's family, maybe it's work and family. If that's true for you, if you always have a reason you're tired, this episode is a game changer for you. Christine McManus, a mom of two and an ultrasound technologist in New York City is our guest today. She tells us how she always had a vague kind of tiredness And she always told herself there was a reason. The workload, then the responsibilities of kids, then the balance of family and work. Sound familiar? But when Christine ended up with memory problems that threatened her job, she had to stop making excuses. Luckily, a doctor in her practice said one thing to her, and it was what she needed to discover her counterfeit sleep problem and Well, let's listen to Christine tell her incredible story. I have Christine here with me today. And Christine, I'm so excited for us to be talking. You know, as we were talking offline, Christine and I have known each other for a long, long time. And it's so funny to me to think that we we both kind of have this this similar challenge, this counterfeit sleep challenge. Um, And uh, if you've heard my story, um, you'll see how Christine's is actually similar in some ways, but very different as well. Uh, So, you know, if you haven't, listen to episode one, go ahead and give that a listen. Um, And Christine, to sort of get us uh, started today, I just want to say, I actually woke up this morning and I was exhausted. And the funny thing, you know, and I'm thinking about our, our, our uh, conversation uh, today and everything. And I'm thinking how ironic it is that me, you know, is, the essential sleep strategist here, I'm waking up tired. But the difference was I knew exactly why. I actually have a, a six month old puppy. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, last night she woke me up in the middle of the night. And so my sleep was shot, you know, bro- bro- uh, you know, kind of broke it all up. And so, you know, yeah. and when I'm waking up tired, I'm saying, I know why. But of course I've spent years, um, you know, dealing with tiredness and not having a puppy and not knowing a reason. <laughs> and I know you, Chris, you have the same kind of thing um, yeah. where you had your story, where you had uh, your, your, so let's jump in. Tell us about your sleep journey, kind of where you started and what you were dealing with. And, and let's, let's go and, and okay. hear that. Okay. So um, I, I would say, since I was very young, I never really remembered getting a full night's sleep. 
you know, I, I remember feeling a little tired in school, you know, not a vague recollection. And then in high school, the same thing. And even after high school, but it really got worse when I had children, young children and, you know, how they don't sleep well and blah, blah, blah. And so basically I started doing ultrasound and my kids were a little bit, you know, got a little bit older and it started to get so bad that my memory got very bad. And so, I- and Let me just ask a question. So when you say you were doing ultrasound, that's what you do for your um, your livelihood, right? You, you're a, yeah. an ultrasound technologist. Okay, so you yes. were doing ultrasound. Okay, I gotcha. So I went back to school for that and I decided, you know, so my memory was becoming, um, I was having a little trouble with my memory. And I was tired all the time. And I just always kind of had an excuse like, oh, the kids might maybe have gotten up in the middle of the night or I went to bed too late. There was always, I was always making up excuses. I was stressed about, you know, money or something. And I kept coming up with excuses. And then basically one day, one of the doctors, a radiologist who I have a lot of respect for said to me, you know, Christine, you really need to go for a sleep study. And I said, oh no, I, I don't need to do that. He said, yes, you do. And we have a very good one here at the hospital. So you should really, you know, look into it. Let me ask so, you, so you say yeah. you don't need it. You know, you said to him, you didn't need to do it. I mean, I had the exact same response when my yeah. doctor said to me, you know, you may have a sleep problem. Um, right. What was it that made you think, no, I don't need a, you know, I don't think a sleep study well, is necessary. I think because I kept thinking, there's no way I have something like a sleep apnea because I'm not a big, heavy, overweight person. And that's what I didn't know anything about, you know, sleep problems at the time. So in my head, I just thought, well, it's just me, you know, I just don't sleep well. And um, so, yeah, so that was like the journey. So it was, I was becoming very lethargic. If I sat down in one place for a, like, without talking, without, I was struggling to stay awake and that could be anywhere. It could be in a car, on a train, sitting at a desk, um, sitting in between patients, waiting for a radiologist to look at an exam. So it was, it was becoming very difficult for me to function well. Actually. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, there's, and I know, um, you know, if people are looking into this, there are different scales that they could take to assess their tiredness. One of them is the Epworth sleep, you know, sleep scale. And you could look at one of the things is, you know, how long does it take you to fall asleep? Have you ever falling, fallen asleep driving things like that? So you're right on. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you, like, I pretty much when I took that test, you know, I answered, like, I realized as I was taking <laughs> The test. I was failing the test. <laughs> right, right, right. Do they have it? Oh, yep. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, it was hard, um, especially having young children and working full time and trying to, you know, run a house and, you know, the usual things that everybody has to do as a parent, you know, right. we can't, you know, and, and I'll, I want to, I want to just jump in for a second there too, because I think that's the biggest challenge, like, just as you said it, we have so much going on in the modern world and our lives are, you know, our, our modern lives are so busy that I think um, we kind of come to expect that being tired is, is part of it. And what's interesting to me about your story too, is like you said, from the time you were very young, you know, you just sort of had this like, you know, not feeling that great, not feeling well rested. And so you just sort of say, 
hey, that's just how I'm built. That's just right. how things are. And then the way I always look at it is so so your normal, right? Your, yeah. your norm becomes your normal, but it really, you know, it's not your, it's not normal. It's but quite abnormal. Come, yes. And, but we come to believe like, oh, that it is. And we, and, right. and, you know, sometimes it, you're going farther and farther down and you just don't right. really even realize it. And ask yourself today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Go to isyoursleepmakingyoutired.com and get your copy today. In your case, you said it took a doctor to say to you, hey, you know, I think maybe you should have a sleep study done. So thank goodness he did. So tell us then uh, what happened, um, you know, in the rest of your sleep journey. So, you know, so I I went for the sleep study and um, I slept terrible. And so what you, so Anyway, I went back for my follow-up. And when I went for the follow-up, I felt the need to kind of explain to this doctor that, oh, you know, I, I don't know what happened. The bed was very uncomfortable, which it was. And, but I said, you know, but I, I just didn't sleep all night. And she said, oh no, actually you're incorrect. You did sleep. And I said, oh, wow. Like, cause I woke up feeling like I didn't sleep at all. She said, oh no, you slept. She said, but you just woke up like seven times an hour or whatever it was, 22 times, whatever it was. And you have sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you sure? Like, I was surprised, very shocked, to be honest. Yeah, like you said, you know, I, you know, I know you, you're, you know, petite frame, you know, and so people think, oh, sleep apnea is, you know, the disease that old fat men get <laughs> but yes. that's not the case at all you know no even in my case when I did my sleep study I didn't I did not come up as having sleep apnea but I had something else that was okay. disrupting my sleep and so the outcome was the same you know neither right. of us are getting into deep sleep and staying there long enough to let our brains do the work of repairing and recharging. And that's why you're tired. And that's why you have the, the memory challenges. And that's why, you know, you just don't feel, you maybe feel irritable or whatever it is. Yes. This range of problems. Correct. Yes. Yeah. All right. So you, you find out you have, <laughs> excuse me, you find out you have sleep apnea and then uh, what happened next? So then they referred me to um, an excellent surgeon, um, and uh, an ENT, but his, he specializes in sleep um, disturbance and sleep apnea. And um, it was very funny because the minute I walked into his office, I said, you know, hello. And he said, hi. And he said, oh, he looked at my face and said to me, oh, your jaw was never formed properly or something amazing. And I said, what? What do you mean? You know, no one ever told me that. He right. said, well, they're not, they're, that's not their specialty, you know? But anyway, it was very interesting because he started asking me all these questions about different things. And it all just was like, literally like coming like together when he was explaining all the things that I was going through, my memory loss, my, you know, irritability, my waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I didn't know was what happens when you stop breathing, your body sends some sort of signal to your bladder yes. to wake up and use the bathroom. Absolutely. I mean, who knew this story, right? Yes, that, that's a huge one that I encounter with clients too. One of the yeah. questions I ask is, do you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? And, and they'll say, I do. 
but I can fall back asleep again. So it, that's not a problem. And I'll say, yeah. well, actually it, it is, you know, so you don't have insomnia, but it's the same thing we were saying before. If when yeah. you get into that deep sleep, you know, the, the, basically the brain sends a chemical to the bladder to say, Hey, slow down processing um, yes. any liquids we're, we're, we're not open for business. Correct. And so if all of a sudden you have to go, that means that chemical wasn't sent down. And that really is only sent when you get into that deep phase of sleep. So absolutely. That's yeah. a huge one. I'm glad you mentioned it. Yes. I, I, that was astounding to me. You know, I'd never heard of anything like that, you know? Yeah. So, um, but you know, and then I, I made the decision to have the surgery, um, you know, with Dr. Park, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say his name, but anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. He'll, he'll actually be, um, on an upcoming episode. Uh, great. He's, oh, he's, he's best. Wonderful oh. Man. He's just yeah. so much to get the, the message out to people. Oh, he's so, so smart. And, um, so I made the decision and I, I had the surgery and, um, you know, it was a big surgery and, uh, you know, but then what ended up ultimately happening was I was sleeping better after the surgery. And then all of a sudden I was like having some trouble again. And, um, I went back to him and then he did an exam and we kind of discovered that, which I knew and he knew probably, but we thought that the surgery would correct everything is that I have TMJ. So my mouth falls, my jaw falls to the back of my mouth and it obstructs the back of my throat. Right, right. So fun stuff. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. And that's the same thing. And the only, the only time that that really happens is when you get into that deep phase of sleep, right? Because that's when the muscles relax. And then all of a sudden it shifts back, the whole airway gets shut off and your body says, Hey, 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 you got to breathe. That's and right. Tightens the muscles up again to open it up. But of course you had to get pulled up out of deep sleep to do that. So, yeah. So what yeah. did he do then when he realized that you still had, um, so that, he, you know, the mandible was going back. Right. So he, um, referred me to a specialist in the city who, um, his specialty is, um, he is a dentist specializing in sleep apnea and sleep disturbances or whatever you want to call it. And um, I really almost felt like so upset, you know, and I, and I was like, I can't believe this is happening, you know, whatever. But I met this um, doctor who was also amazing and very smart. And again, the minute I walked in said to me, your jaw was never formed properly, but I'm going to help you. And he said, I'm very good at my job and I'm going to fix this for you and you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And he did that. And I got a mouth guard, um, a sleep guard that I use every night religiously. I don't think I've missed a night in a few years since I got it. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's actually called uh, an Oravan 90 degree. Okay. Oravan, I think it's called. Uh Um, So, you know, it's two pieces. Right. And the top snaps in, you have to put the top in first and then the bottom uh, goes in after. And there's a piece, two pieces on the, um, the bottom that connect and they lock into the top piece. So your jaw cannot fall backwards. Right, right. Yeah. So, so, and maybe um, I'll, I'll just chime in here on that. So, so there are uh, like mouth guards that will help people that are grinding their teeth, which again, if anybody is doing that, that it too is a sign of counterfeit sleep. And you definitely want to um, work with a specialist on that. 
Um, yeah. And then, and then your a thing is actually bringing your mandible or holding your mandible forward. So it, it, it's guarding, you know, certainly your teeth and it's also keeping the jaw forward so that your airway stays open. So I think typically they call those mandibular advancement devices, right? Because yeah. like said, the two pieces lock together and then Correct. stabilizes the jaw really, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. And in, in the, I don't know if you can see my books over here, but they are basically, um, you know, the whole track of, of when kids develop this problem. Um, and, and in there, we talk about the need to like grow your face forward to develop a face with O2 space. And that happens. It's a whole, you know, a whole bunch yeah. of a whole sequence of things really. Um, and if that doesn't happen like for you and it didn't happen for me, uh, then you end up with this airway problem because you didn't get it enough you know, the airway is really just like a tube, right? So if we don't bring everything forward enough, that tube is going to be a lot smaller. And what you really yes. need is a lot bigger one. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, if anybody has a child, certainly either of these books would help them to understand that and figure out who they needed to work with to um, really help their child. Because again, it can happen for different reasons. And so, you, you know, a different specialist can help at different times with different things. So um, let me ask you then, um, since you've gotten, you've had the surgery, you did the, you have the, you know, the mandibular advancement um, device. How are you sleeping? How are you feeling? I feel very good. And actually I'm, I am sleeping a lot better. I, I have to be very careful about, um, you know, my nighttime routine. You know, I invested in a very good bed I, um, you know, I have like a sound machine, you know, it's like a sanctuary for me. And, um, you know, after many decades, right, of not sleeping well, and then once I started to sleep, I realized, you know, I like the room very dark, I like it cool, it can't be too warm, you know, um, you know, my friends laugh. I, I'm sure my kids, you know, laugh at me too. But um, I, I function much better. I'm a much happier person. Not that I wasn't before, but, you know, when you're really sleep deprived, you know, I mean, I would get weepy easier, um, very irritable sometimes. And um, yeah, it's, it's, everything's like much better, you know, I'm yeah. a great thing. It's a I'm great thing to hear that and I'm, I'm actually the same way too I have very specific things and I actually have a if anybody wants to kind of nail down some things because sometimes I, the way I look at it you know you can have um if you if you start thinking that sleep is your problem it could be what we call like a sleep hygiene right where the room isn't dark or you're you're not um, you're on a screen too late and the, the light from that is disrupting you know you're saying you're not getting enough light in the morning things like that so there are definitely right sleep hygiene things to nail down. And certainly, like you said, making sure you have a good, comfortable bed is critical as well. Right. Um, but then if you do nail down all of that stuff, and you're still not having the energy, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally to get through the day, then you really want to look beyond sleep hygiene and say, maybe I have a sleep integrity problem. And maybe I'm dealing right. with not a good sleep. And that's actually right. what I help clients figure out as well, too, because that's how you change lives, right? When all of a sudden Absolutely. you you know, that's when you feel really different. Wow. Yep. Well, I'm so excited that we got to talk. Christine, the last question that I'd like to ask people is now having gone on your sleep journey and knowing, you know, what a difference it makes for you to actually get, you know, real sleep now. 
Um, what would you put up on a billboard to kind of help people be able to say, oh, you know, wow, this is what I need to look at. This is what I need to do. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I can say that I want to use an Irish proverb. <laughs> that yeah, I, do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's pretty funny because it says a good laugh and a long sleep are the best cures, you know, in the doctor's book. And it's an Irish proverb. But I, you know, really in, in all seriousness, you know, you have to listen to your body. If you are not, you feel, if you're feeling lethargic during the day, like you said, by 11 o'clock, I, I, I definitely felt like I could take a nap, like, you know, right there in a chair sitting straight up, you know, you know, if, you're, if your memory is not good, if you're very irritable, if you're waking up tired, you know, you have to listen to your body. And I didn't realize how much like losing sleep affected my whole life you know, and um, yeah, that, that's what I would say. You really yeah. you know in seriousness, you have to listen to your body and, and, and do something about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'm in complete agreement on that. I actually have a thing that I say, I, I say, you know, use the X, Y, Z formula. Like if you, if you are going through your days and you feel great, right. Beautiful. Keep going on. I'm happy. Perfect. Right. But if you're going through your days and you're not feeling great, then think about the XYZ formula, right? So what is that? The, the X is like, if you have problem X, whatever it may be, maybe you're tired, maybe you have skin problems, maybe you have gut issues, maybe you right. know, you're just irritable, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. If you have problem X, ask why, right? right. You know, say, say, why am I dealing with this? And don't accept right. that as normal and make uh, your first suspect your Z's or your sleep, right? Because we, we had, and that's my goal here is to help people connect the dots from all the random things they may be feeling. Um, right. may actually be uh, like a, you know, counterfeit sleep that's just driving it all and, and, and check it out because, you know, for me, for you, we feel dramatically different having yes. got and imagine, Christine, if we had gotten this when we first met each other several decades ago, right? Before kids, all that stuff, how much easier our lives would have been. You know, luckily we did discover yeah. it and we were able to do what we, you know, needed to do to get to a, a good place where we feel great again. But if we can get there sooner and if we can help people get there sooner, then I think that's great. So I think we should also give you two billboards, Christine, because I love the Irish. <laughs> Billboard and I, the proverb, and I love the um, listen to your body because that is so critical, and yeah. we need to do more of that. All yeah. right, well, I thank, thank you, you so much for sharing your story with us, and I thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. When you're ready for your aha moment, when you're ready to have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love, go to counterfeitsleep.com and take the Counterfeit Sleep screening. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question, is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.